following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On today's episode, Andrew and I take a look back at the 2008 Denver Broncos season for another NFL history, What If?, with only three weeks to go, the Broncos needed only one win to lock up the division and advance the playoffs, but they failed to do so, opening up a way for the red-hot San Diego Chargers to eventually win the AFC West. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. Monday, Andrew. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Not too bad. I'm doing uh pretty good. It's starting to get really warm here, so yeah, same here. Softball season starting for my daughter, so that should be pretty fun and exciting over the next ninety million months. It seems like here. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. That's good. I know she's really good at what she does. So yeah, um, she's not playing like a guy that we're going to be talking about today yes and when that attitude doesn't come into play she is don't you dare disrespect no this has nothing to do with him don't you don't <laughs> you go there. this has nothing to do with mr jay cutler not a damn thing don't don't give me that shit i now that i'm looking at this it's not I, his fault i see you get to talk about not only jay cutler but philip rivers this is like the ultimate trap I know. I'm there's, like Admiral Akbar right now. It's a trap. There's, there's, there's a lot of Clem in my pants right now. Uh, it's I'm a very excited person. Uh, so, yeah, so this one was actually suggested a couple months ago by one of our listeners, uh, John. All right, I want to give a shout out to John. He must have just about doing it. We locked in the... Um, and it kind of escaped me for a little bit. And then I was listening to a top 10 list not too long ago and uh and i was like shit let's do it let's do let's do this one so the 08 denver broncos i think uh it's a very unforgettable season for a lot of broncos fans um and i think a lot of people just general appreciators of the national football league but what a meltdown what a meltdown right kind of the beginning of the end and uh it sent him uh, into a law, a, a few, quite a few years of obscurity. It really did. It alienated. I think this is where you, Mike Shanahan's done. So now you're looking for the next, you're looking for your next coach after what Shanahan was there for almost what, 12 years, if not longer. 14, 14 Four, season, 14 seasons. Up. Yep. Two Super Bowls, plenty of division titles. Yeah, long and run, long run. Shanahan brought a lot of good Denver football. And this is... He had a couple bad exits, didn't he? 
right? Wash, I think Washington fired fired him for some silly stuff too. Washington just fired him because I think they realized what he was at that point. <laughs> if you ask me, well, I don't know. Just say just the game outgrew him. Yeah, he's a little he's a little egotistical, I think, there where he feels he's sometimes bigger than the game. Yeah, I know there was a bit of a I know there was a time not too recently where San Fran beat Washington and uh, Kyle Shanahan gave the game ball to his dad because they fired him. So, yeah, Yeah. one of those things. And then him and Al Davis. He got fired from the Raiders, but that was more of a him and Al Davis couldn't get along type thing. So. He's the head coach, Al Davis is. Oh, yeah, look at that. He coached for a couple of years, 88 and 89. That was the Raider. So, and that, yeah, he only coached four games in 89. Have you seen his picture on his Wikipedia page? It could not be the. It's a little eerie. He looks like the crazy old man that's coming to yell at me because my ball went into his lawn. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. So, yeah, he had a lot of decent run, though. Denver was a, is the spot, two Super Bowl championships, and then after that, a lot of, you know, some good, some bad. It kind of comes with any long-term uh, head coach position. But, uh, but yeah, so what, the, what happened this year, as we lightly explained in the intro, uh, Denver was leading the division. I believe they had a three-game lead in the division heading into the final three weeks uh, against uh, – they had a game against Carolina – Buffalo and the Chargers. They were eight and five heading into that. They needed one game to lock it up. All right. They were four game. Uh, the second place team, the San Diego Chargers, they were four games behind the Broncos. All right. The. Where'd it go? The Chargers, yeah, got hot at the right time. Got hot at the right time. And uh, they won their last four including beating Denver. So they beat Oakland. They beat Kansas city. They beat Tampa Bay. And then the final week, they beat Denver to get the tiebreaker, which was a better divisional record. All right. They both tied at eight and eight, but uh, San Diego had, it's so weird saying that now I never thought I'd I'd, saying San Diego Chargers would be weird to say, but um, they, they, they got them. All Denver had to do was win one game to close out this, uh, the last three weeks. Um, and they just could not and ended up in a epic firing. Um, Mike Shanahan gone the fall it, early the next season. You know, they hired Josh McDaniels. Jay Cutler is traded and the team gets uh, set back a little uh, significantly, I think, um, for at least a couple seasons. I know. Let's see. What until. 2012. Oh, Jesus. 09 was bad, too. 09 was a bad meltdown, too. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't uh, think they could again until 2012. You might be right. They're, yeah, they're, they're either 500, 2000 times 4 and 12 between Eric Studdeville and Josh McDaniels. And then John Fox comes in in 2011 and he's eight and eight. And then, Oh, look, what do you know? They sign Peyton Manning and go three and 13. Uh, you mean 13 and three? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> 13 and three. It's a little wow. Early. This dude, this, 
this is bad. I just looked at the 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 09 team too. They started off five and zero, and they fell apart. Holy crap! The Kyle Orton. Yeah, they started off one, two, three, four, oh, six and zero, and they only won two more games after that. That could be a what if in itself too. Jeez. They got I don't know what yeah after the bye week they just collapsed. Holy Christ. Chargers won the division in 09 at 13 and three. So, I, I mean, but you had a six, you were, and you beat the chargers. Oh God. All right. Let's start back. <laughs> before this rabbit hole gets too crazy. All right. So basically what we're, what ifing is what if they had won one of those games? What if they had survived, made the playoffs? I think the firing of Mike Shanahan, you know, obviously he's, he's a strong personality as he said, but um, mm-hmm. I think if you win one of those games and, and the most winnable one was one against the Buffalo Bills in week 16, December 21st at 4.06 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you, did they go to the playoffs? They, they advanced the postseason and they get a home playoff game. Um, it would have been against the Peyton Manning led Colts, too. So. Yeah, but, but the Chargers beat them. They did. They did. Chargers did go on to beat them. Um, up, big upset. Colts were like 12 and four as the fifth fifth seed wildcard team. And yeah, the chargers ended up beating them. So they were, they were red hot. They got hot at the right time. So um, our good friend, John messaged a key moment uh, that he thinks would have helped seal the deal. So two minutes left in the bills game, uh, the first half of the Buffalo bills game. Uh, oh God, it was the kicker. Matt Prater. It was Prater. Okay. Who's with, uh, I think he's with Arizona. He might be with Arizona now. I know he's with the Lions for a long. He might still be with the Lions. He, he He's bounced around a little bit lately. A little bit. But I know most recently his biggest team, his biggest run was with the Lions. But uh, they attempted a 50-something yard field goal. It was no good. And the Bills scored a touchdown going into halftime. And, uh, and that touchdown would be the difference between them winning and losing. So uh, there's a bit of a swing there. Just punt the ball away, and maybe they don't score. Maybe. You don't know. But that's the big that that was a key moment there. But that was the probably the most winnable game because they got they got pretty much blown out by the other two teams. I won't say blown out against the Panthers, but it wasn't pretty. They lost 30 to 10 and then 52 to 21 in the in the game that they had to win. Win and you're in against the Chargers. Really, if they won, I'm pretty sure they would have they might have bounced out the Chargers, which is yeah, they would have had a better record and it wouldn't have come down to other tiebreakers. So crazy, absolute craziness. So the so the first thing that do you think that the the Broncos hold on to Shanahan? I mean, there's some years of not good. Like, it's kind of fallen. It's been falling apart at the seams a little bit, right? Like it, it's they won two Super Bowls with John Elway. Ninety nine, they go six and ten. Two thousand eleven and five. Oh one, eight and eight. Oh two, nine and seven. Two ten and six seasons back to back. A thirteen and three season in 05, which they obviously did not um, do anything with. Um, I think that was Pittsburgh's year. Yeah. Pittsburgh went to the Super Bowl that year. Nine and seven, seven and nine, eight and eight, six. So the eight and eight was the last, obviously the last one. So uh, just a couple good years sprinkled in there between some really, really down years. They just couldn't quite get it figured out post John Elway. I'm thinking Shanahan stays for at least one more year. Yeah. Because you. Yeah, Jay Cutler's only after the, the Jay Cutler's only in his third year. 
Right. And he was drafted to be their franchise quarterback, right? He was a first round pick. Yes. Very. Did they trade up to get him? Uh, I'd have to see. Oh, six drafts. Or was that Flacco and the Ravens? I can't remember. Right. Color was oh, six, right? Yes. I should know this because I fanboy for him. Yeah. Um. Yes, it has to be. Jay Cutler. 11th overall. Okay. 11th overall. I don't see if they traded. Maybe Wikipedia would have Wikipedia would probably have that. So let me take a look at that. Yeah, they traded. They traded up to get him with St. Louis. Okay. So you, I don't know exactly what they did, but you traded up. Jay Cutler wasn't that bad. Like I said, this is his third year. He was the one I, right. He was doing good. And actually he had a very good 2008 season. If you go look at his stats from that season, like this is one of his better year. Honestly, like looking at his stats, it was probably his best year. 4,500 yards passing. Uh, 25 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. Something was happening here with Jay Cutler and the Broncos. Something was something was blooming because Cutler never seen those numbers again, to my understanding, <laughs> to my understanding. I don't think I don't know if he came close to that. Let me uh, let me take a look. Uh, yards. No, that was his best season by. I mean, 600 yards. His next really decent one was, uh, at least yardage wise, was in 2014, but that was his best season. And he was—you could see the trend, kind of coming along. He's getting a, a little bit better. All right. So 07, 20 to 14, uh, 2008, 25 to 18. He's a gunslinger. So it kind of comes with the territory. But uh, this Broncos team is not that bad. It's really not that bad. No, they. I think this is where they're starting to kind of seem to catch their footing. He's when growing, it, and they, they think they got yeah. something. Yeah, where they're getting away from, we're getting away from those older players to the younger players. I think they had a lot left over from those Super Bowl years, but you have a young. Elvis Dumerville, who's twenty, who's twenty-four years old. DJ Williams, good linebacker. Uh, Ryan Clady is a rookie that year. Your tight ends are not too bad. Brandon Marshall still. Um, oh yeah, probably. I know this sounds so old timey. Probably a running back away from something pretty spectacular. I mean, I'm honestly looking at some of his stat lines, even For- with some of these losses. Cutler throughout the season. At 08 season, and they're really like they're not bad. I mean, an interception, no touchdowns, no touchdowns, uh, against the Bills. Um, but they're not like terrible though. Like, no. he's giving he's giving him the yardage to kind of do stuff. He had a 447 yard passing game against the Browns, which I mean, they won that one, but there's a couple like 300 plus yard performances where. Denver's just not winning. And if you look right, I've talked about my philosophy. A lot of, uh, if you've been listening on the show for a long time, you know, my philosophy, 21 points and under, you can't win. It's the quarterback. It's the offense's fault. Mm-hmm. More than 21 points. It's your defense's fault. And look at these point margins. 
of some of these some of these games that they're losing. And that's a defensive thing, in my opinion. I mean, it doesn't you know what I mean? Like, look at this. Uh, let's let's take a look through some of their losses Some of their losses. OK, lost to Kansas City week four, 33 points given up. Can't do that. Uh, 24 against Jacksonville. That's tough, but that was a good Jacksonville team. Um, New England beats you 41 to seven. That's tough. Uh, or four, yeah, 41 to seven. Let's see what else. 26, 17. And I know listen, my metric isn't the be all end all 31 to 10 loss to the Raiders in week 11. I know my metric isn't the be all end all, but, um, when they lost, they got, they got points put on. Well, looking at their defensive stats for for the year, all right, they're thirtieth. Uh, you're right. And yes, they're thirtieth in points against, and they're dead last in turnovers with thirteen. So you're not even a- averaging a turnover a game, right? So that I you're you're. Theory is working pretty good here. Uh, yards allowed, they're 29th. So this is bad defense. I mean, it's I, terrible when you're like this. So I just posted recently on the on our Facebook page the the video of Buddy Ryan punching uh, Kevin Gilbride because Kevin Gilbride's offense was was you know running like Pat. He did like a bunch of pass plays. Didn't give his defensive rest. I feel like this defense is just getting worked and it, it puts way too much pressure on the offense that, you know, doesn't need to be had kind of one of those things where I justify the offensive coordinator punched it. I would, I don't justify it, but in a joking way, uh, you know what I mean? Like, what are is you doing one, to me? You're not helping my offense at all. Is there one of those things where it's like, I'm not saying he's right. I'm just saying, I understand. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably the best way to, um, to attack this, I well, would dare so say. They're, well, let's just say their defensive coordinator was so bad he never became a defensive coordinator again until 2019 with the Montreal Alouettes. Okay. Oh, Bob Slowick. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, so he probably hasn't had a job. Well, maybe he was a coach, some like a specific position. Yeah, he was like defensive back coach with with Washington. Probably oh, well, there, you go. there you go. So I feel right here is even if they do make the playoffs, you're. I don't know because Shanahan has the power. Because looking at his, he's Shanahan still, probably stays, but I think that slow it goes. Are you are you sure? Because there's I'm gotta, really, if they get blown out in the playoffs, like I feel like if they go into the playoffs, they host they host uh, Peyton Manning Colts or they're easily the fourth seed. I mean, they're easily the fourth seed that year. Yeah, there's no doubt about it because the Chargers went in same record fourth seed. Uh, there's has to be a scapegoat. Typically, when a season kind of collapses like that, and I would put that all on the defense. I mean, how long? Let's how many seasons was Slowick? their defensive coordinator. Um, it's a cool name. Oh, seven. Okay. So he's two years in and the defense. Let me see. 
there's some kind of defensive stat ranking here. What are they? Do you have it up in front of you where you can look at what they they ranked in 07? Uh, I just exit out it. I can get it back though. Okay. So, oh, seven the year before that was his first year as defensive coordinator. So first year defensive coordinator. My man, a slowick. Wait. Oh my goodness. 20, 28th in points against. Oh, his ass should have been fired. See, that that's the problem right there. Uh well, that's what I'm saying about Shanahan is he doesn't I think this is probably one of his boys, and he's like, Hey, don't worry, guy, you got a job. My <laughs> offense will help you. And then it doesn't uh where are they in I'll I'll check turnovers because right. turnovers is probably one of the biggest. Okay, so turnovers they went from third, they went from thirteenth with thirty turnovers to having only thirteen turnovers in two thousand and eight. That defense. So the defense regressed. Regressed, big time. Oh, dear. So dear. that's where I'm wondering, and Shanahan is the executive vice president of football operations. Hmm. He went from the vice president of football operations to the executive vice president of football operations. So maybe this is a situation where the Broncos, maybe Pat Boland's like, we're going to pull this title from you. Because they see Slowick. They don't want to, he doesn't want to fire him because maybe this is like his boy. We've seen this with coaches before. Shanahan's got a big head. He's like, oh, I got two Super Bowl rings. And Pat Boland and the crew are like, listen, get rid of this guy. Because he's, I know, yeah, he's only been with the team since 2005. Get rid of this guy right here tells you everything you need to know about Bob Slowick. He was the Browns defensive coordinator in two, in 1999. So like I was saying, maybe they don't want to fire him or maybe Shanahan doesn't want to fire him because this is his guy. He's only a couple of years in. He's like, listen, this is the guy. Maybe they just pull Shanahan's title away from him. Right. Then you're like, you're just going to coach Slowick. You're gone get a new defensive coordinator done it over with i wonder if yeah i wonder if shanahan would have like kind of got rid of him because i mean obviously that was the big stinker that year i mean this was a a a good ass team like this was not that bad running back was pretty bad i will say that they did have peyton hillis after his uh his cleveland issue he was the leading rusher they had michael pitt they had uh, another michael pittman i wonder if this is his dad yeah that is that's the one we draft for uh Retro. That's right. That's right. That's right. So the running back game was not great, Um, but like wide receiver. I think this is not bad. Yeah. Brandon Marshall, like I said, Eddie Royal was not bad. Brandon Um, Stokely. Stokely, Tony Scheffler. You know, this is, these are some decent, uh, decent pieces that they got on this team. And for this team to not go and make a playoff run. And I, the, the chargers teams were really, really good at the end too. That's a team that shouldn't have, should have been better than eight and eight, but um, it's kind of a shame that this team ended the way it is. Yeah, thirtieth of thirty-two in points against 
was the 08 Denver Broncos. Um, and they were middle of the pack in offense. So, yeah, this is this wasn't good. But let's say they win one of these games. Yep. Shanahan probably stays. Um, you're you might be right. They might take that that title away from him. Try to get a, rein the control back a little bit. But um, you can't have this, right? Not making the postseason is. Not making the postseason is bad, but it's even worse when there's a collapse, right? Like it's even worse when there's a, there's a, it, it just, there's a chance with like, you have to do one thing, but you don't do it right. That's why, I mean, the Colts that melted down last year and, and that's why Carson got traded and there's probably should have been a couple other firings too. Probably should have been a couple other firings too, but that's just me. Uh, it's even worse when you have to do one thing in a certain span of, in, a, in a short span of time and you can't do it. And probably the Sh- the Shanahan regime might have been going for a while, but there was some loyalty there. Um, but let's say that they win. All right, so they go okay. on, they take them, they, they keep Shanahan for at least one more season. They see the progress of Jay Cutler, which is probably the most important thing to them. He's developing as a quarterback. And uh and yeah, he's developing. Yeah, he's developing as a quarterback. Obviously, it's trending in the right direction for now. And uh yeah, they maybe there's some that they get back on the train. Maybe there's some kind of success. But the biggest thing is they don't go and get Josh McDaniels, who runs their runs their franchise quarterback away. Now, the other thing I wanted to look at. So, say Shanahan stays. They say no title. Sloak's got to go, and we're going to bring in somebody. Elway didn't come in in 2011. Does Elway come in sooner? Because now there's a rapport at least hmm. where Shanahan can work with somebody, even though. It's that kind he of knows, funny. He's familiar with. Yeah, and Elway becomes Elway becomes Shanahan's boss ultimately. So now you got these two guys working together. Hmm. That would be kind of interesting. I, I think I, that's a dynamic that could have probably worked and done some stuff together. Um, coming in sooner. That's a good theory. I like it. I, I like it. And probably they, that gives Jay Cutler the best way to, to succeed. So I know yeah. Elway has had like a lot of flack for evaluating talent. Like they've kind of like, they took him out of his, like his position um, as like a, what well, I mean, what the heck was his title officially, but they did cut, they did just move him out of one position to put him in another, replace him in like a more hands-on uh, player positioning right he was just uh what the heck was his title he went from general manager and executive vp of football operations so he pretty much essentially took shanahan's title right um he went from that to now he's president of football operations Mm. so he's not i don't think he's dealing with as much player personnel moves as he was before okay He drafted Vaughn Miller. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he even good. said in that first draft, he said, I don't know if I can really evaluate anybody. I know I can evaluate quarterbacks and pass rushers. Right. <laughs> and he got it right on Vaughn Miller pretty good. I'd say he did. Uh, the quarterbacks, not so much, but maybe him and Shanahan can do something. You don't get into those dark days like we talked about where you're dealing with Tebow. Maybe you don't spend a first-round pick on Tebow wherever he goes. You could actually draft somebody, uh, say, because Brandon Marshall, I think, is gone after this year, too. Yeah, he goes to Chicago, right? 2000, 2009. I think he goes to Miami first. Yeah, he goes to Miami first, then he Marshall's, goes. Marshall's in, in 09. Marshall's are in 09, so he must leave after after that. 09 he's in, though. Okay, so maybe they'd ever trade away Marshall because he even said that was a big thing that he didn't. I know he's talked about crap about him now, but he really liked playing with Jay Cutler. Right. He the only thing he didn't like was the leadership, but as far as on on field talent, yeah, they got along pretty well. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think the biggest thing is you don't get this this paltry Josh McDaniels experiment, which took no. which took the team back significantly. I thought he was one and done. I didn't realize he had part of the next of 2010 as well. I didn't I did not completely realize that before. Eight and eight, no, in 2009. Um, second in the AFC West again, they were well behind. They were five games behind the Chargers, and then 2010 McDaniel's went three and nine. But the team had completely collapsed, right? It had completely broken down. Uh, mm-hmm. this was the year that they 2010 is when they got Tebow, though, right? Or was that 2000? 2000, um, it was 2010, he became the starter in 2011. Okay, that's what it was. So they pushed Jay Cutler out the Josh McDaniels thing. And the rumor was that there was a three-way trade involved uh, between let's see kind of where to go, where to go, where to go. I just said, there's a three-way trade. Oh, I just had it. But basically what I read was now I can't find it. Of course. Uh, basically what I read though, maybe I have to go to the, Oh, I know what I have to do. I have to go to the 09 season. Um, let's see. Jay Cutler. The Cutler chiefs one. No, this is the one where they traded. Here we go. Jay Cutler controversy. So this is from Wikipedia after head coach, Josh McDaniels was hired. Rumors eventually surfaced that there was a three-way trade involving McDaniels, former team, the Patriots and a third potential team, either Detroit or Tampa Bay that would have sent quarterback Jay Cutler, the lions or bucks. And the Broncos would receive Matt Castle, who worked with McDaniels in the previous season, right? Previous season, that was the year. That was probably why Josh McDaniels got hired, was because that's the year that Brady was out in 2008. Yeah. That's the year that and, and, and Matt Castle stock rose. He eventually went to the Chiefs. Which he proved he was the backup at best. Right. But, uh, but the rumors and stuff hit, and Jake Cutler was not happy. He was... Uh, quote is being angered and infuriated by the rumors because he didn't think uh, because he didn't think he was going to be traded and refused to talk with McDaniels or the GM Brian Sanders 
after both denied the rumors. They actually met in March of 2009, and uh, it just made things worse. And then he eventually got traded. Um, the Broncos traded Cutler along with one of their two fifth-round selections in the 09 draft to the Chicago Bears in exchange for Kyle Orton. Um, and uh, the Bears first overall pick. So they got Kyle Orton, the Bears first round pick, uh, which is number 18 overall, and their third in 2009 and their 2010 first round selection. So it was quite the haul, but they sent him to, to Chicago. Um, what a change for Jake Cutler, though. This could, I mean, this could have had him on track. Possibly. We see the increase. We see him getting better. I know what people think about him. You can't say anything. There's a very core group of people who who worship Jay Cutler as much as I do. And uh, there's a large uh, population that is not a big fan of Jay Cutler. What an altering career moment for, for Jay, who thought he had his team in 2008. Like he ended on the team didn't end on a high note, but statistically what he was able to do with what he had around him, that wasn't bad. He, he left the Broncos. Leave. I mean, that's a what if on its own. What if he had stuck around? Well, I think they would have been a much they would have been a much better team. That was a huge fumbling between McDaniels and Brian Zander. Yeah. Because like you said, he's coming off of that really good season. It, looking at what we can without watching that whole entire season all over again, is it was a defensive problem. So you have a franchise quarterback. There's not too many head coaches that get head coaching jobs where you have a young franchise quarterback. Yeah. Three years in and you can install instead of saying, I like Matt Castle because he did really good for us that year. And the talent's not even the same. So that right there never even happens because Shannon, I feel like Shanahan's there. Maybe they bring Elway in sooner because him and Elway can work together. And then you see a little bit more blossoming of them. And when they trade up back in, they traded up back into the first round for Mr. Tim Tebow. And you could have snagged yourself another corner like Devin McCourty. Right. Which that's, I mean, that's obviously stuff you needed. Uh, yeah. That's obviously stuff you needed. The Tim Tebow thing was obviously the huge uh, misstep. It did give them their most exciting playoff win at that time in, in, in a considerable amount of time. I'm upsetting Pittsburgh, but, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, that's draft capital that you kind of, you kind of, right. <laughs> I know Kyle Orton was Kyle Orton. Right. He wasn't this. He wasn't the guy. I mean, he got him six straight wins to start off. I don't even know. But, yeah, it's just it, it was never meant to last. Kyle Orton was not a franchise guy. Clearly, uh, you could tell that with the amount of draft capital uh, that Chicago gave up to acquire Jay Cutler. Well, uh, watch your mouth around some Bills fans. I know some Bills fans that love Kyle Orton. He wasn't bad. Like, honestly, he wasn't <laughs> bad. The fact that team like that team went nine and seven with Kyle Orton and Doug Marone, and they said, this isn't working for me. I'm out. Uh, speaks volumes about the Bills organization at that time. How do you do that good? And then, oh, it, but it, yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, it really reset the Denver Broncos because McDaniels and McDaniels has a huge stigma against them. People are waiting for Josh McDaniels to fail in 
well, Vegas now, but with yeah. the Raiders. He's the new head coach of the Raiders. This is his first head coaching job in well over a decade. And people look to this season because he tried to be, he tried to do, um, he tried to be a Belichick guy. And all Belichick guys typically fail. All right. The best one was Brian Flores. Yeah. The best one. And I don't even blame it all on him. I love the fact that we have a former Broncos head coach going to the Raiders and Josh McDaniels when Shanahan was a former Raider head coach going to the Broncos. <laughs> I know, right? It's, but I think you see a little bit more success going on at this point. I mean, the other than a little bit more, like the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs like they are now. The Chargers no, are good teams, but yeah, the Chargers were floating around. They were I mean, the roster was good. They're flu- they're fluky. They were fluky. Like they were, they were like how the Steelers are. Where you don't know if they're gonna go, if they were gonna go eight and eight or go, you know, fourteen and two at this point with the Chargers. Right. So, really, you got a wide open division. The Raiders are still terrible. The Chiefs are just not even into the, you know, they're nowhere near the Andy Reid stage. So you pretty much, if you keep Shanahan, you keep Cutler. You're the most consistent team in the, in probably the, the AFC West. Yeah. You get rid of Bob Slowick and you get an actual defensive coordinator. Um, Another fumbling of the bag at this point too, for the, for the Broncos, which I always thought was kind of weird was they weren't able to keep Elvis Doomerville, who was a damn good, he was undersized like crazy, but he was a really good defensive end, and he ended up going to, uh, where is it, the Ravens. So you completely fumble that bag because he's only there for a couple of years, and then he's like, I'm off. Right. So you... So this team could have been so much better if you took what Elway did and what Shanahan could kind of do. Like Elway did bring in some free agents because he's a name. So you know, you you most likely don't get Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, I think, is off the table. Do you still uh, think that? Possibly. I, I mean, I'd like to believe that color. It, it, if again, I think if the Cutler Shanahan connection is the most important aspect of all this. I, I, I do. As long as that stays together, I don't think there's, uh, I don't think it's that, I, I don't think it's like not plausible. Um, I, I, but you're probably, you could be right. I mean, Peyton Manning's three years after this, if mm-hmm. color keeps getting better, uh, you know, but honestly, there was, aside from maybe a, a short handful of teams, everybody should have been in on the Peyton Manning. Uh, yeah, you know, lottery, so to speak. Everybody should have been on it. You know, maybe maybe it's a situation like kind of how how Cleveland views Baker Mayfield, and and that's like a weird thing. But right yeah. now, but they're a good. They were a good team two years ago. They had some bad luck last year, but they think that upgrading a quarterback is going to get them, you know, to where they need to uh, get them. Mm-hmm. Where no, here's a better one: the Rams, Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford. That's a probably a way better. Um, thing. I, 
I could see that. You know what I mean? So maybe they think, but you know, he's a free agent. Uh, but Chicago has some work to do as far as like Chicago obviously doesn't get Cutler. So that shakes some things up. They might draft, you know, they might have a couple opportunities to draft some people. Maybe they get a shot at Andrew Luck or Cam Newton or, you know, one of those guys a little bit down the, you know, in those uh, 2011 and 2012 drafts. But maybe they um, get Peyton. That's possible. And the first thing I thought of when you said that was, um, him doing the, the doing the bit with the 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 Bears guys. Oh, the super fan Peyton's places. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of when he's eating with the them. I thought that was the first thing that came to my mind. The Bill Schwartzky super fans. <laughs> Dick. Uh, <laughs> I love them. They're funny. They're a Dude, funny the bunch. Best one was. But they were doing something with the Indianapolis 500, and he was like, "Who do you think would win?" Uh, Al Mercer or Dicka driving a bus. They're like, are all the bears on the bus too? They're like, of course. They're like, well, gotta go with Dicka. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, no, they're great. They're so great. But yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a possibility. It's definitely a poss- uh, a possibility here with this rabbit hole. But Denver's in a much better situation. I think you like Denver's in a much better situation. You don't go the Josh McDaniels route. Um, you save yourself some time. Tebow mania maybe doesn't become a thing. Yeah, I don't think he's drafted in the first round. I think a lot of teams are looking at him in a, maybe the second. And then you go into like the third round. Right. So Tebow mania probably isn't a thing or he's even more of a gadget player than what he already was. Right, like a Taysom Hill type, because I mean he was not good. Like he had that one, he had that one season where he just went nuts, and that was it. Um, and everybody was Tebowing at school. I remember I was in school in Rochester, and everybody was Tebowing. Um, that was the thing, and it was it became a funny gag for a little while. But uh, but yeah, I mean this stretch of games that they they screwed up, it was. You know, and they probably thought they had the answer next, the following year too. Like I said, start off six and zero. Oh, like, oh wow, we figured it out. Wrong. It was Jay. Maybe there's a curse of Jay Cutler. Yeah. Maybe he left some Bobby Lane type stuff. Yeah, he certainly did it to Chicago. Well, no, they won the division after he left. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Denver Broncos specific color curse. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it, for a lot of uh, Jay Cutlerisms, uh, the curse didn't care either. It just yeah, gave up. The, curse just, the, the curse, curse just gave up after a little while too. Yeah. The curse was, well, I don't care. I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos are like, so we're dog. I don't care. Just, oh. <laughs> so let's see. I'm trying to think of some other angles. Obviously, I don't think the Broncos beat that. I don't think the Broncos no. beat that Peyton Manning team. Not with that in the defense. playoffs. Uh, so that affects the playoff bracket a little bit. Yeah. I so, think you get. Uh, you would get Indy versus Pittsburgh. No. Yes. Yes, it would be Indy versus Pittsburgh. Because six seed Baltimore won, and yes. they went on to play Tennessee. They beat them. They went on a fun little run too. So Who's you get that? Baltimore. Yeah, and oh, yeah, so you get Colts and Pittsburgh, 
and Baltimore and Tennessee, probably in this divisional round. And fun little fact, 2008 was the last year that the Colts beat Pittsburgh in the regular season. So Super Bowl <laughs> for the Colts. I don't know. Yeah, they lost 20 to 24. I, I don't know if they'd be able to duplicate it. I don't know if they'd be able to duplicate I, it. But um, this is a that's in a whole another thing. This is a pretty damn good Steelers team, if I remember. They were good. They were damn good. Isn't um, the uh, height of like the crazy good defense? And if, if the, yeah, if the Colts could have got past, I mean, Colts smashed Baltimore that year. Colts, uh, they we're they, talking, are we talking regular season Colts? Or are we talking playoff Colts? I'm sorry. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to be mean to you like that. But it's fair. No, you're right, though. It, you're right. It, it wouldn't have been the first time, it wouldn't have been that surprising, but, um, uh, but there's some there's some intrigue here with how it shapes up the playoff bracket. Maybe the well, how good was the Steelers D? Oh, that's a good Steelers D. And I think this is post. Uh, this might be post Marvin Harrison. I think the Colts. Oh, Dungey retired or no? This is Dungey's last year. And I think they still had. I think they still had. Um, I think this might have been Harrison's last year too. So the Steelers this year were number one in points against and yards allowed. Hmm. Not a whole lot of turnovers, but they're still top ten in turnovers. Right. So this is a hard call. Yeah, they went twelve and four. I mean, we don't necessarily have to make it, but um but the Colts did get him in the regular season. And we know that that doesn't mean anything for the second time around. Yeah. Tomlin, this is Tomlin's run and he's a very smart coach. So I wonder where they're playing at. They'd be playing in Pittsburgh. Oh, where did they play before? No. Like where would they be playing after this game? They would be playing in Pittsburgh. It'd be playing in Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm going to go with the home team. I'll always. Go they, with the they lost. They yeah. They did lose to the Colts at Heinz Field, but yeah, that would be interesting. That was probably the bigger AFC Championship game. Like yeah. it's cool though to see how like the six seed Ravens got to the AFC Championship. That is pretty cool. And they only got beat by nine. Yeah, because well, the Dolphins. This I remember is Flacco. This is Flacco's rookie year too. I think. Yeah. The Dolphins ran that wildcat thing into the ground and Tennessee was one of those really good regular season teams. Is this the, oh yeah, they're still at Jeff Fisher, really good regular season teams, but just kind of fumbled the bag in the playoffs. Right. Like you, you were suspicious of them. So it was pretty much Baltimore, Pittsburgh or Indy. Cause you always had to go with Indy at this point. Man, what a good mix. What a good mix. It shakes it shakes some things out, but yeah. Um, but yeah. I wonder if well, let's see, how's Nora Turner doing in San Diego? Who? Nor- I, I wonder, I- I'm wondering if Norv Turner getting to the playoffs in 2008 helped his case out. I'm almost positive it did, especially <laughs> that big giant win, because they're like, Oh, look, Norv's our guy. Cause you know, Marty couldn't 
do. Yeah, look, they went that. with the first time they went seven and nine. They they booted his ass in two thousand twelve. After two thousand twelve, he was gone. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was his second. Let's see. Eleven five and 07, 8 and eight in two thousand eight. Thirteen and three in oh nine. So, I don't know. They, they you know, them going down to beat beat the Colts probably uh, helped a lot of that. And didn't they? Isn't Mike McCoy the guy that they hired the Broncos? Wasn't he like a Broncos offensive coordinator or something? McCoy, I, I feel like he was. I feel like he was. He was the Denver Broncos offensive coordinator from 2010 to 2012. Okay, so they're like, oh, we'll get him. <laughs> Seen all the good stuff he did with Tebow, apparently. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I guess we're kind of reaching the end here. But to summarize it, right? I don't think there's any more angles to really work. With. I yeah, I think we're. I think we hit it. Uh, Jay Cutler, potential long-term answer at quarterback, potential. Mm-hmm. He's probably he's definitely not leaving in two thousand and eight nine. He's definitely not leaving in two thousand nine. We think he makes it a little bit longer. Um, yeah, I can't believe that. I mean, I get it. The quarterback takes all the blame, but it's it if those rumors were true. It, uh, it's not good. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, that's not, that's not a good look, especially when your defense is as bad as it was. Um, so Jay Cutler sticks around, probably has a little bit better of a career retrospectively. Um, Shannon keeps his job. No Josh McDaniels. Either he sticks with the, he sticks with the Patriots or he goes elsewhere. I think somebody would have ticked the bait on that. I feel like somebody would have took because McDaniel's was red hot after that after that uh, Matt Castle season. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago looks around. Peyton doesn't go to Denver. Tebow doesn't go to Denver. Uh, Colts advance the, in the playoffs. Maybe AFC Championship game. Maybe Super Bowl, possibly. Uh, but definitely just changes some things up there. Uh, I'm trying to think what other angles we can work with. I was just trying to see what. And looking at where the Bears drafted, I mean, you can't really say too much because they drafted 18th. No, where is it? What year is this? 2010 or 2009 would have been. The first year of the Cutler thing. Um, they drafted. They were 18th position that year. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they're these weren't like totally, totally high pick or low picks. So that's a. I mean, that's the only other angle. And there's not really too many quarterback centric people. Unless you're at the top of the list. And really, Orton wasn't that bad for what the Bears needed to do. No, he held it down after the Rex Grossman era. So, but he would have he definitely been a bridge. They would have been looking the first track that they got at a, at a decent quarterback. Yeah. You know, maybe an Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, depending on how the record is. Like I said, they might have been found themselves struggling so low that they're in the Andrew Luck sweepstakes. They didn't give up. They wouldn't have given up draft capital. No, you know what I mean, they wouldn't have had to give up two first rounders. Um, 
or shit, 2009, maybe Chicago's in the Matthew Stafford sweepstakes. I mean, trade it up that Oh, no, no, that wouldn't have been it. No, they would have been fine. They, what did they pick that year? Oh, they gave up the first round. So, yeah, they wouldn't, sorry, they wouldn't have gotten in on that. My apologies. Sam Bradford sweepstakes? Oh, God. (laughs) Probably. Knowing how Chicago likes to draft people, wouldn't surprise me um, if they found themselves in that mix. But quarterback at some point. Or, t- yeah. or damn Tim Tebow, for Christ's sake. No. I don't know. I don't know. But I think that's it. Uh, you know, Chargers don't go on a run. Maybe North Turner's job is saved. I know this is third year, but, uh, you know, maybe his job is saved a little bit um, if if everything kind of comes to a change. But I think that's all the points that we uh, that we hit. I think we hit everything. Yeah, I think Brandon Marshall maybe sticks around. I think you're looking at a lot better years for Denver than what we. Yeah. Than what it is. Yeah, you uh, know, Denver, um, like, I know the last couple of years haven't been good to them, but I was doing the math. They were like the fifth best team since the 02 realignment. Like record wise, they're one of the top top end teams. Um, So it's pretty amazing. Uh, to think that these, I mean, these year they did pretty good, all things considered, but, uh, but yeah, but yeah, Denver, Denver probably, it probably would have been much better. Probably would have been much better. They were building to something. They were building to something, but man, that year didn't pan out and they used it as a way to get Shanahan out the door. I think Shanahan was kind of one foot out the door, but I think maybe if you make the playoffs, they just removed the title. Right. Kind of like a Bill Walsh type thing. We're going to remove some of the power. You concentrate on coaching. We'll get somebody in here. Maybe take his input since you're going to where you get to get rid of Solik. Um, who do you think you could work with? Right. Bolin's real close to John Elway. Shanahan, I believe, is close to John Elway. John Elway just comes in, you know, a year sooner. I wonder if they go and get Brandon Lloyd if if Brandon if if Marshall stays. Lloyd killed it with Kyle Orton. He played he started in eleven games. He got one thousand four hundred forty eight receiving yards. Lloyd's a under his his catches are amazing. I gotta watch some stuff on him. You that was and, his only year over a thousand yards too, it was twenty ten. Then they he, traded him in the middle of eleven. He is like I don't know what he was like. His catches were amazing, and you would just expected so much more. Yeah, and you just never got the glimpse. I don't know because probably because he played maybe with some crappy quarterbacks, but I know what well Washington signs everybody for huge money, so that doesn't count. <laughs> He had a couple years in there, but yeah, it wasn't too good. So if, if you go look at his highlights, you're going to get some plays of the days out of him. Right. So. Yeah. So that's it. That's it in a nutshell. So, John, thank you for the suggestion. I'm glad we finally got to it, my man. Appreciate your support as always. And of course, all you listeners, you are. Uh, y'all are great. Seriously. Keep on keeping on. Share our stuff. Find us on Facebook. Interact. Um, and just thank you for your support. As always. All right, Andrew, that is a wrap. Uh, heading into Memorial Day weekend. 
or yeah, long, nice long weekend, but uh, you know, still, we're still keeping on. We got a whole week of NFL stuff to talk about as per usual. And uh, we're getting really close next week. Our Monday or excuse me, our Tuesday episodes start to become the divisional previews, which is my favorite. That's how the show was born, uh, birthed. So we're almost on our fourth year anniversary going on to our fifth. So, um, man, crazy. Yeah. Next, next week, next week, two weeks. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. But all right, everybody, that is a wrap. Thank you so much. And on behalf of Andrew and I till next time, the two point conversation is good.